0: Welcome to this special mini episode review of the One Up podcast. Um, I'm Becky. I'm here with Andy, who is going to talk to us today about twelve minutes.
1: I know the truth.
0: I'm not lying.
1: I just said no more games. Forgive Ever everything, all of it.
0: Things like this just don't get forgiven. So for those who don't know, the game takes place in a small apartment suite and it requires the player to repeatedly play through events of a 10 minute cycle and stars James McAvoy and Daisy Ridley and also Willem Dafoe, who, as we had noted in our EA, uh, no, hang on, as we noted in our E3 episode, has finally forgiven video games for David Cage. Um, So yeah, Andy, what did you think of it?
1: Uh, I'm I'm sad to report that it is not good in capital letters. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I'm really bummed out because I, I, I was really looking forward to it. I think we all were. Mm. It's frustrating because it's a game that's got a lot of potential and you feel it when you're playing it, but it just keeps squandering it at every turn and it never seems to find a way to like pull it back and salvage it. It's, it's very frustrating. Oh. It's... Just a long, frustrating experience playing it.
0: Probably not helped by the time loop mechanic, I imagine.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's a big problem. The um, it's a great idea, but it's just implemented really poorly. Like basically, it's a point-and-click adventure. Um, one of the, like the more modern style, contextual clicks. Like if you pick something up or interact with it, you just do one click. It's that's pretty straightforward, but the loop itself. Um, The puzzles, as uh, if you'd call them that, contained in each loop, they're 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 pretty obtuse. It's Mm. um, some sometimes you'll get new clues that help you progress in the next uh, loop that comes along. They're more apparent in the dialogue options than when it comes to like physical acts. Like with them, it's quite quite a crapshoot really. Mm. You just kind of tapping on things and hoping it does something new whereas with the dialogue options in the next loop they just pop up on the screen and they're like really straightforward to use but a lot of it took a lot of guesswork and i i did have to look up um some parts online just to see the the walkthroughs because it's just so impossible to navigate what i was supposed to do next to progress the loop because i kept hitting the same thing happening and it gets very repetitive yeah yeah, the the game it with the dialogue it it does kind of speed things along for you like it, when you try because there's points where you have to prove to your wife that you're um in a time loop, and each time you do that and you've got new information, it does it does summarizes everything you've done before rather than forcing you to go through the same process again, which was I, I that was fine. It just it's that kind of highlights a problem with the writing though that a lot of the writing is very much focused on. Like, the puzzle nature of it, rather than the drama of the two characters.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, the the setup is that it's kind of this, like, relationship drama between James McAvoy and Daisy Ridley's characters. At least that's how it's sort of, it's been advertised, that obviously it's about them dealing with exceptional circumstances, um, which is a shame, because that to me, like, especially in a point-and-click adventure, like... It's a, it's a perfect like medium through which to explore that kind of stuff. It doesn't sound like it's succeeded very well.
1: Yeah, the the writing really lets it down. Like it's very like there's a lot of opportunities where you could really dig into the drama between what this what what the husband character is learning about his wife through all the revelations of each loop and like the tension of knowing that Willem Dafoe's cop character is going to show up at some point and cause trouble and mm. like try to work out how to get around that. It, they didn't ever give like the actors like James McAvoy and Daisy Ridley anything to do. They're all, they're just kind of talking through the, the plot points rather than dealing with these revelations in any meaningful way.
0: Oh, that's such a shame, especially when you have a cast like that as well. That's yeah. that's really disappointing.
1: And I feel I feel like the writing is reflected in the performances because they're not very good. It's it's very, it's a real letdown. Mm. Like when I saw that cast, I thought, oh, brilliant them doing a like an indie adventure game that sounds really cool but they're all phoning it in basically especially Willem Dafoe like he, he definitely feels like he just doesn't want to be there but he's you know the video game paychecks are too good to turn down now.
0: <laughs> is there any way we can blame that on David Cage do you reckon I, I feel
1: well I feel like whoever made this I can't remember the name of the person like you did all the research on that front
0: <laughs> Louis and Tody.
1: Yeah, I feel like he might be not quite on David Cage's level, but that same level of being way too impressed with themselves.
0: Yeah, cuz I noticed like a lot of the a lot of the buzz is about the influences of like Hitchcock and Kubrick and Fincher, and whenever I see those three together, like cited as influences, there's always that little red flag that goes Oh, this could be very edge lardy. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's
1: not edge lordy It's definitely like someone who's consumed all of those movies, but they haven't really learned what makes them work.
0: Uh, I see what you
1: mean. Like, yeah, it's like they, they've got like the mechanics of like a story, but they don't have the the heart or like the just the human drama that drives them. It feels like when you get deep into these loops, you really start to get detached from the personal story, the revelations that are happening. Mm. and like they should really they should have been the center point there's a way to like write this story where you're progressing like you're learning new things you have to like it's encouraging you to learn more but still having like an eye on what's happening between this man and his wife and like how they're looking at each other differently like but it just really just drops the ball it's so heavily focused on the gimmick Mm it just loses itself completely and like another problem with it is the aesthetic which you know it's quite appealing at first like we all thought it was quite a cool look
0: the top down aspect
1: it becomes a bit of a, a it just it's an impediment at a certain point like it feels like they did it just so they didn't have to animate the characters faces mm. and, like to help convey the emotions because obviously the acting isn't doing it pulling its weight and like the visuals aren't doing anything either because it's very much it feels very much like a pc game for the 90s something like 1994's dream web stuff like where the perspective is like it's top down like you don't have to worry about drawing the faces like conveying any emotion but here like there's no real excuse for that now it feels like they made a creative choice and they just stuck to it to the detriment of the story that was being told
0: mm, so there's not even like a thematic kind of appeal behind it at that point
1: no the the really like i tried my hardest to try and find a reason why they made these creative choices and i really couldn't (laughs) other than just like it being a unique selling point that seemed to be the main driving influence behind a lot of the stuff that's been done here and that just that just frustrated me even more
0: yeah that's that's uh, it's really disappointing because annapurna as well were behind one of my favorite uh, narrative games um in what remains of edith finch and um, yes. you know that's something where there's not that much uh, like interpersonal. You know you don't get a lot of interactions with the actual physical characters, but the storytelling is so good that um, you kind of get swept up in it. And it's a shame that like for a studio that managed to work with with that game and make it so emotionally um, impactful, just seem to drop the ball. When you've got people like James McAvoy and Daisy Ridley to do your acting for you, like to not use them feels criminal. Yeah.
1: It, it, it like, obviously the aesthetic I said reminds me of the 90s, but the performances did as well. It was that era where, like, you got a lot of big names, but they were all really embarrassed about being <laughs> in a video game. They felt like they were slumming it. Yeah. And that, obviously, I got that impression of Film Defoe immediately because, like, he's already had bad experiences with video games. No wonder he, his opinions tainted, but it was really sad to see, like, James McAvoy and Daisy Ridley, they sounded so dulled. So sort of mm-hmm. there's no like fire in the performances. But I think a lot of that was the writing and the the way the story unfolded. Yeah. It was. It just. It let them both down. It just. It felt like a throwback in like the worst ways. But didn't. I don't think the game realized it was doing that. Okay. Yeah. We should probably get into the the nitty gritty of the story because that's a big part of why I don't like this game as much as I do
0: okay so as a warning for our listeners who are intending to play this game and don't want anything spoiled we are about to delve into story specifics so uh if you want to keep the mystery alive after andy's brief review i'm not i'm not sure i do um so uh, we can say goodbye to you now and then you can check back for the rest of the episode after you have finished the game
1: i will say please play it on game pass do not buy this thing on steam or something for god's sake <laughs> Yeah, I felt I've, at least with Game Pass, you're only wasting your time.
0: Yeah. But did you uh, Did you get it day one on Game Pass?
1: I did get it day one on Game Pass. Uh. I I felt like I was doing something clever then, and I got kind of screwed.
0: Yeah, but still, at least For we sure. got to refer back to that running bit that we have.
1: <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it's going to be a continuing bit, like. Yeah. But hopefully, <laughs> it'll be with better games.
0: Okay, so spoiler segue.
1: Yeah, so early on, you you find out basically that the, the cop is a friend of your wife's father, and he's come for her because apparently she murdered her father Ooh. and stole a pocket watch. So, like, that's like a very early on thing. Like, you find that out, like, within the first loop, and it you start to learn a little bit more each time. But, um, so, <coughs> so, like, strap in. <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel um, like
0: I should be uh, braced.
1: Yeah. Uh,. Eventually, you realise your wife did not murder her father. Uh, he actually survived the attack and was murdered later on. So he was attacked twice, basically, so, you know. Oh, if, you're, okay. if you shot twice in the course of, like, a couple of months, you should really start picking up on maybe you were a bad person.
0: Or, or at least, like, go into hiding for a bit until people yeah. stop, you know, trying to shoot at you.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, so it, it turns out that the, the real killer was your wife's half-brother, who was the product of an affair with your wife's nanny who ran away like early on in her life, so she doesn't remember a lot of these details. So uh, um, Okay. Can, can you guess where this is going?
0: I don't know.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> it turns out you are the half-brother.
0: Oh, God. I was, at, like... Uh, I could yeah, see so it, and I didn't want it to be that.
1: I started to... Yeah, this is how I felt playing the game. I was like, oh, please don't do this. Please have something else happen. Nope yeah it turns out you're the half-brother and when you discover this the pocket watch that's been like the centerpiece of the whole thing that the cops been trying to get hold of it begins to tick backwards and it takes you back in time that's where you you discover you You see your character talking to the father the the wife's unaware of this whole family connection by the way (laughs) because she was too young to realize it but But does the half-brother
0: know The half
1: brother knows because this—that's the centre point of the conversation with the father. No. Like he's telling her to stay away from his daughter, and that the husband is like, "I don't want to." Uh, A fight breaks out. The the father pulls out a gun, but ends up getting shot himself. The weird thing is, the father is also voiced by Willem Dafoe, Uh (laughs)
0: and
1: and he's not doing a new voice. He's he's barely trying to conceal the fact that it's Willem Dafoe talking. (laughs) Throughout the entire game,
0: but there's still two different characters. Two,
1: uh, yeah, the two different characters because they um, put hair on the guy's head. Because <laughs> to- that's maybe that's the whole point of the top-down thing, so you could clearly see there's hair on that head. Okay. It. So yeah, um, that was the only reason I worked out they weren't the same character really. It wasn't <laughs> like the, the idea that he might have gone bald at some point. Yeah. So there's apparently multiple endings, but um, the ending I chose. And like this is the only ending I'll ever do because I'm not coming back to this game. <laughs> uh, just, I just I took this pocket watch and I interacted with it and it turned back time again to like the night the father was shot and I just agreed. Like the weird thing is this time the father was bald. Okay. And since it's voiced by Willem um, Dafoe still, I started to think I was talking to the cop, and then it only it took me a while to realize I was still talking to the father. Uh, I can't tell if that was a fuck up or maybe they'll try to create. These parallels. Yeah. Because the cop, the cop character, I forgot to say, he was after the watch because he was going to sell it to um fund his daughter's chemotherapy. Right. Because like, they try to like create. He, he's he was like through multiple loops. This cop does like does murders both you and the wife. Okay. Like, but this the try I think they try to create a sympathy thing going on with him. Yeah. So so maybe the game was trying to create a parallel between the cop and the father both trying crossing a line to protect their daughters, but. I don't think they were, because they don't emphasise any of that enough. It's it's really hard to tell, because like the game's pretentious enough to think that that would be <laughs> a clever idea. But the writing is so bad that I'm not sure they'd work that out themselves.
0: Yeah. Okay. So
1: yeah, my playthrough, I just chose to leave the sister alone. The credits roll. like You're offered the option to continue on the menu screen, and apparently on other games, if you continue, you go back to the loop but because i chose to leave the wife alone i go into the apartment it looks completely different it's really barren like obviously because you've never met the you never met the wife yeah or never continued your relationship you're on your own now but for some reason the pocket watch is still hidden where the wife would have hid it had she gone through with the like you know living with you
0: y- yeah and,
1: but now the watch is broken and you can't do anything with it so you can't go back it makes no fucking sense at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like trying to like, you know, when you can see someone's gears working in their brain yeah. in a cartoon, and it's kind of how I feel right now because it that just seems needlessly complicated for a story that could have been like a lot more self-contained and like like we talked about earlier, like focused on the emotion of this relationship you, i i don't get the rest of it
1: <laughs> yeah it it just seems like a plot twist for the sake of a plot twist yeah just to like inject a bit of heavy drama because like james mcavoy bless him he does go for a proper scream but the rest of the performance has been so like muted i never really and this the writing is like so detached from his conflict mm. and like the experience, the trauma he's going through living this loop over and over again and learning horrible things and remembering them. I just didn't buy into that screen but like you he, he went for it there, I'll give him credit for that. But, <laughs> but it's just it's just I just feel embarrassed really.
0: Yeah. Like what what's the point of the incest? I don't I just
1: feel I feel feel like that might be one of those edge lord things that you mentioned. Like,
0: yeah, that feels very. I feel like,
1: like I feel like even Fincher wouldn't go with that. Like, may, maybe
0: maybe um, Kubrick would. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's almost like old but, boy uh, development, isn't it? Yeah. That kind of surprise, but without the
1: impact. Surprise, you're related, and you're fucking
0: <laughs> awkward.
1: So, yeah, they the, the did nothing to like make that work. Like you spend so long just faffing about with puzzles and trying to get to the end you're not really spending any time investing in their yeah their drama their story it's just such a shame because we it did look exciting and i was i thought this was a really cool exclusive for xbox mm. something like a little different it was it's not a triple a game but it's got like a triple a worthy cast but it's just it's pretentious and it's got nothing to say. It overcommits to an aesthetic at the expense of the storytelling, the cast. Uh, they all feel like they're embarrassed to be ta- attached to a game. It's like the f- past, like ten to fifteen years of video game performances have never happened. Mm-hmm. Where like you're seeing like Oscar caliber performances in games, and these are all Oscar like caliber actors. Yeah, uh, it's it's just it's just re- it's a real a real shame because like they've squandered a lot of talent. And a good idea, and it's also too short for its, what its price tag would be if you paid for it. Mm. But it's also so obtusely designed, like it feels like it lasts forever.
0: Because <laughs> oh, like,
1: I did, I I had to check the walkthrough multiple times because I got stuck and like there was just things where like hit like turning on a light switch, and then turning it back on again, or turning it off again and turning it on it. I can't remember what it was. You, there was something with a light switch. Yeah. And when if you hid, then you had to hide in a closet. And if you, like, waited, the carpet would come in, you turn the light on, you get electrocuted and pass out, and then you could interrogate him. There's no way of, like, detecting that, because that clue is dropped, like, in the first loop, but you don't get to do anything with it until much further in the game. Yeah. So like, I had to check and, like, read and say, what the fuck am I, do I have <laughs> to do? Because I keep getting killed. And it's like, yeah, it's just, it's just, re- it's, it's a bomber.
0: Yeah. It sounds so yeah. frustrating.
1: Yeah, I, I just, I was not I, I was intrigued at first but it this the, my, that intrigue just got sapped away
0: mm. over time Just to go back to what remains of Edith Finch You can have a complicated narrative and sort of weird and wonderful mechanics and things going on and it's still like work in conjunction you know that they you, a concept a good concept and a good story are not mutually exclusive um, yeah. but you have to you have to pay attention to both of them and make sure they feed into each other.
1: Yeah, it 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 really feels like this was a game made by a game designer but they didn't have the chops to write a good story. Yeah. So like there's all, all the the trappings are there for like a really good puzzle game with a good like central gimmick, but it's hinging on the idea that the story is emotionally compelling and gripping and it's not. Mm. It's it's just it's half assed. At best. If I'm being generous, it's (laughs) half-arsed. Oh, no. Yeah, it turns like a real... Like, a game with a lot of potential. Like, it could have been a really good, like, indie thriller. Like, a little tightly packed, like, clever, intriguing, emotionally compelling, like, thriller. And it's just just a fucking slog, really. I don't know how anyone could... Unless you're getting paid to do it for, like, a job, like writing walkthroughs and stuff. I can't see any reason why you'd be compelled to, like, play this game multiple times.
0: Yeah, which is clearly what they were going for with the, like, the multiple endings and decision trees yeah. and stuff. It's
1: really disappointing. Like, I, I, I don't know if we're going to do, like, ratings on these reviews. I, I don't think we've fought that far ahead, but, like, mm. if I was going to do that, I, I don't know, fucking... Four out of ten. <laughs> D plus. No thumbs up.
0: <laughs> I do think that's recommend. fairly comprehensive. <laughs> I'm going
1: to... Yeah, please play something else.
0: And if you're gonna play this, play it on Game Pass. But you've missed day one now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you don't even have that simple joy of clicking down install on day one. That that was probably the best part. I was like, Oh I'm doing this day one on Game Pass. <laughs> it. it took me like it took me like maybe a week to complete it. Mm. I just kept like I'd do a couple of loops and i like, I can't be fucking ass for this. It's yeah, just no, it's bad don't don't get it
0: (laughs) well if you made it this far into the episode 12 minutes not a one-up pod recommendation
1: (laughs) absolutely not spend your 12 minutes doing something
0: else hey thank you for listening to our little mini review these are obviously a new format for us so any feedback is welcome um i'll set andy on you if it's really awful though just as awarding, warning. Um, and you can, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at 1uppodd um, and it would be great if you could like, rate and review and subscribe and all the things on your podcast catcher of choice. Um, but in the meantime, get a life, play video games.